Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Chum Chat. Um, me and Tana had already recorded one, but we had to scratch that. So this is going to be our first episode of 2022. Um, we have a special, special guest. He doesn't need any introduction, but USL player, Young Player of the Year nominee this last year, and I think the year before that, uh, USL All-Second Team, San Antonio FC player, or maybe former San, San Antonio FC player, Jose Gallegos. Thanks for joining us, brother. No, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. And uh, for our for people who haven't subscribed yet, make sure to subscribe, turn on post notifications, and um, just continue to show love. We love uh, go show us love on Instagram. Go show love uh, to Jose on Instagram. Our editor will pop up his Instagram and Twitter on the screen. And uh, and yeah, but first of all, let's just reflect on this 2021 season you had, man. What was it? Seven goals, four assists. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, seven goals, That's four assists. Yeah. That's not bad. But you lost to the eventual champion Orange County in the playoffs. How was that? Nah, man, that was tough. Because obviously they're they're. I didn't think they were favorites going into the playoffs. Um, I think they surprised everybody in the league. Um, I think we were favorites going into that game, just so how we were, you know, running uh up to towards that game, and uh they were just really good defensively. Honestly, like uh, I think the best defensive team we played all year, and I think that's what helped them. We get to the final and eventually win, but um. I think from from our point of view, our our season, you know, I think we had a great season. We started rough, and then later on, you know, we picked up that our rhythm and and uh, we ended up doing not too bad. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all are a solid team. You put up solid numbers. So, I mean, I don't know what more you can ask for. It's been uh it was a great year last year for you, but I think we should talk about twenty twenty two. Here on Chump Chat, we always talk about success, how you define it. Certain things, we'll get to that, but. We want to ask you, what are your goals for 2022 look like for you? Uh, every year, just do better than what I did last year, man. Just trying to get to higher levels also, you know. Um, I think everybody's goal is to get to Europe at a certain point, just like uh, just like anybody else. So, uh, yeah, that's the main goal, man, seeing uh, where it goes from here. I think I've done, you know, my third time in San Antonio. It's It's been it's been good. They the ones that give me the stage to to do to showcase what I what I've done, and um, yeah, it's just seeing where to next and um, where it could help me the, uh, the most in my career. Yeah, bro. Actually, that's uh, one of the before I move on to like kind of that Europe stuff and, and stuff like that. Um, one of the fans actually asked what your preferred position is because you're good at the ten, um, but a lot of teams don't play with the ten. Do you do you like playing out wide or do you see yourself maybe dropping down to an eight? You know, or, or or what do you think? What do you think you can reach your full potential as, or what's your favorite to play? Yeah, I think uh, mostly I just played ten my my whole life. I just played as a ten, um, but I I love playing on the wing also because you're just so free to do you know what you want, take on players, you know, be more creative. I think you can be creative as a ten too, but I feel like you're more free to do that as a winger because as a ten, there's more, I guess, focus on you in the middle. Um, but I've also played as a eight, um, I think my second season here in San Antonio and I didn't do too bad. It's just not the preferred position I want for myself. I think I do better as a 10 or, or as a winger, but yeah, I've, I've mostly always just played as a 10. And I think I prefer that also. 
Yeah. No, it's it's I think it's a it's a position that suits you, but also like a lot of people are saying that the 10 is like dying or whatever it may be because a lot of teams are playing with like a double eight now, like a four three three. So I yeah. mean, I don't know. It, it is tough. But um you trialed um I think with uh with Bayern or did you try or was it just kind of like a training stint? Uh I think like a training stint, honestly. Um, when was that? It was. I'd say it was a trial. Actually, I'd say it was a trial. That was like beginning of uh, 2020, like March around. Um, yeah, I think it was just by you know just by the name Bayern Munich, just the, you know one of the biggest clubs, if not the biggest in the world. So me just being there training was was crazy enough. Um, uh, yeah, I was there for a week, almost two weeks. Um, and it was just fucking surreal, man. Like just being there, like, and, and seeing players that I've seen on TV, um, was crazy. And me being, cause I was training with the second team. I was training with the second team and you just see the, the there's levels to this. And, um, it was good to be in that environment. And, um, yeah, I just enjoyed it, man. Overall. Hey bro, I, I, I can tell you there's levels to this. I, I, I can totally agree with that, bro. It's, it's, there's different levels in in each part of 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 uh of the world and in, in, in terms of soccer and, and different levels to each each country as well and I I guarantee John can attest to that too uh with being in Germany and, and then also being in Portugal, but yeah man, it's, it's a different level, bro. It's a different level for sure, especially being in Europe. Bayern, I mean Bayern's second team is, I mean I'm sure they're quality, but uh, was Chris there? Did at you that feel? Time? Was that Chris Richards? For sure, was Chris was Richards there. there at that time? Uh no, he wasn't. It was Justin. Okay, okay. Oh, Justin was like, there. The one that would like help me out because I didn't. It's crazy, man. Because you go to a place like that, and then everybody's like speaking a different language, and you're just like, what? Like you're trying to keep up. Like we were being training, and obviously the coach is speaking German, and he knows like, I only know English and and speak Spanish. But um, I guess you just gotta when you go to a place like that, you gotta they want you to pick up the language as quick as you can. And I was there, and Justin was the one like always like translating for me and trying to help me out so because he i know he, he knew german a bit so I would, that would help me out yeah. a lot too so yeah. yeah it's honestly though like uh for me being in italy now uh like if you hang out with somebody that knows the language it's honestly not good for you because you're just like oh what they say or you'll tell them this or whatever but you don't ever actually like learn for yourself so when you do make the move to europe in due time you gotta you gotta try it for yourself and, and really push yourself because it's honestly nice i mean you're you're duolingo, so is Johan. He's learning other languages as well. But I wish I, I spoke more languages, bro. Like growing up in America, nobody I mean, you take Spanish class or you take French class, whatever, but you never really speak it outside. So yeah, man, I wish I knew uh more language, but it's coming. It's coming. 2022. Yeah. I'm gonna be fluent in Italian. So <laughs> hey, that's too calm. But moving on to another another question that someone asked. Um, shout out Jack. He said, Where in Europe do you want to play? Like, what's the perfect situation right now for you? Maybe a long-term and short-term now. Like, where would you – what do you see yourself? Maybe you can take that as, like, what kind of – what league do you want to play in or what team? I don't know. Yeah. Just interpret it how you want. Yeah, man, I think anywhere is ideal right now. Honestly, in Europe, um, I think uh, that's where all the eyes are at. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've gone to Germany, and that was awesome. I think that's been big for U.S. players. Um I think the big ones that everybody everybody looks at, I think, is like Germany, Spain, Portugal, even Belgium. Belgium's like really good too. I saw Cuevas had just gone to Bruges, um, 
And that was like a solid couple start out. Um, shit, man. The dog barking right now. It's the neighbor's dog, my bad. No worries, no worries. Yeah, yeah you're all but, good. Uh, yeah, any of those teams, like, any of those countries, I think is going to be massive, honestly. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, honestly, uh, like somewhere like Portugal, Spain, I mean, even Germany, like you said, I mean, you already you got, you got to see with Bayern and stuff like that, you know how it is, but um, you're, you've been in USL, you know the US. You know, we got some, someone asked this, and I don't know if it's true. Um, do you have, have you had any contact with FC Dallas or um, any MLS teams in general? Maybe that's not the ambition, but have you had any contact yeah. with them? Um, I Not that I know of, honestly. Not FC Dallas, but I have been in contact with MLS clubs. Um, obviously, that's not the you know main goal for myself right now, but yeah, there's been contacts with, with a couple of MLS clubs and um, I, it's funny because I speak to my parents about that and my dad, like, eventually, like, he hears, like, what the the money there. And he's like, oh, yeah, MLS, MLS. I'm like, nah, you're not seeing, like, the big picture. Like, I got to, like, first, I want to start my, you know, that journey in Europe. So my dad's just like, he hears, like, how much they're offering. And he's like, yeah, I think you need to go there. But he's just not thinking, like, I don't know how I, I guess I think of it. Because he, he doesn't know much about soccer like that either. He doesn't, he's never really played and. Uh, he only watches like the games when I play and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of yeah. funny when I bring up the MLS clubs too. That's crazy, low key. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I figured. I mean, it might be a little bit stereotypical, but you're obviously Mexican American living in San Antonio. I just figured your dad or at least like someone in your family was like crazy about soccer. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how I grew up. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what everybody tells me too. Like, yeah, my both of my parents never played soccer i think any sport honestly the only one that got me into it was my older brother and he got me in really young because he he started playing late like at 12 years old um and he got pretty good uh in a short amount of time and um yeah at like four three years old he started you know practicing with me and uh he's the one that showed me how to kick a ball and and all of that so yeah props goes to him i just want to take a little break to shout out our sponsor bet online um, it's the fastest, easiest way to bet on any kind of sports. Obviously, you can bet on the NFL playoffs right now, Champions League coming up, any of that online. Use our promo code to believe B L E A V for 50% off on your first purchase online. Yeah, shout out BET Online for presenting it. And uh, let's get back to the interview. So, yeah, someone was asking if you were born and raised in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, I was born and raised in San Antonio. My parents are from Mexico, uh, my dad from Durango, my mom from Chihuahua. But, uh, yeah, I've always just been in Mexico, I mean, in San Antonio. Um, so that's crazy to me, actually, because how have we never played each other? You've been in the San, San Antonio yeah. um, setup, like, throughout your whole career? Yeah, yeah. We we, we would play against uh, FC Dallas. I remember you would play for them. Uh, who else? Thomas Roberts was there. But they were Classics Elite, though, at one point. Classics Elite, yeah, we were Classics Elite. Okay, so you did play for them. Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay, so that's I'm, crazy. That means we did play against each other, I guess. Yeah, we did. We did. It was you. I think it was you, Thomas. Who else was on that team? Uh, Reynolds. Yeah, Brian. Brian, and I think his Bro, brother. Yeah, I used to on. play on some trash fields, though. No, <laughs> those fields are garbage. No, they, they were pretty garbage. Now, like, it wasn't until like, uh, because we were. It was Scorpions back back then, before San Antonio FC. They were called Scorpions, yeah. and that's when they had the academy. And then once, once they, I think they have enough money to support the academy or something. Um, the, sh the fields just started getting shit. So, yeah. 
But did you did you I, play with Carson Price? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Tanner lived with Carson. I knew Carson. <laughs> yeah, I live with Carson. Oh, and for um, real? yeah, Carson, yeah. man, he's an idiot. Carson's funny, bro. He was Carson's always playing. Clown. Like, yeah, he was always playing up. I don't. He's at Charlotte right now, but yeah, he's funny, man. Carson. Uh, and Roel, I think Roel went there. Or Roel, I don't know if you know yeah. Roel. Yeah, Roel Peña. Yeah, yeah, bro. He was he there first, and then came to FC Dallas. Or he was at FC Dallas and then went there. I don't remember. No, no, he was he was uh he was here first, and then he went to, with the odds FC Dallas, and from there I think he went to, uh, I think Leon in Mexico. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was always he was always messing around, man. He would always get in trouble and stuff. But that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I didn't I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we played against each other a couple times then, definitely. Yeah. Well, I remember we were we were doing pretty good in the league, and then. We played y'all and we would get smacked, bro. We get smacked like four zero, <laughs> and it was like, damn, bro, like we were about to go first place, and then it's always like y'all in first place. It was like y'all, Dallas Texans, and us, like top three around there. Yeah, but, it was hard yeah. to play over there. Like we'd always like, Dan wasn't there at that point yet when you guys were still in the league, but we would play y'all. But it would always be so hard because their their fields are so bad, you couldn't yeah. play, bro. So we always win by like one goal or two goals, but yeah. just because the fields are so bad, it was like impossible to play. But anyway. Yeah. Someone asked, you played high school? Yeah, I played high school all four years. So that's kind of crazy because not a lot of people yeah. now that's have the wild, success bro. that you've had and play high school. Um, yeah. I think you, you had to be the greatest high school player last year, for real. <laughs> yeah. How was that, bro? Wow. Like, how, how do you think bro. that worked? Like, helped <laughs> no, your development? How, let me ask uh, a question, though. How, how did you go from, like, you playing in high school with these guys that literally are in math class, like, they're playing yeah. soccer for fun? like not taking it serious, the level, the coaching, like what they're telling you to do, the atmosphere. And then you switch, like the next day, like every day you're doing this, you switch to San Antonio where you have a professional game, you have packed stadiums, you have fans going crazy. It's a whole different lifestyle. How, how did you manage that, bro? I mean, honestly, bro, uh, I don't know. Because obviously the level is nowhere near um, at that pro level. But the, the thing that helped me is also I was playing club. So that would help me, you know, kind of maintain, uh, you know, a good level. Um, but I was playing high school. It wasn't even public school. It was private school. So, like, even then, the level drops even more down. Um, but I think it was just fun because it's high school, man. Like, everybody, you know, your friends go there, everything. And uh, the, the, we were a good team. So, um, yeah, we won state, like, all four years. Um, it was just on it. We got, like, I got a ring for every year. So it was just, like. It was just like obviously a bonus, like just getting a ring and uh, all of that. But it was it was tough, honestly, maintaining the level because I was I would play with high school, and then I'd go to class. Like I'd have three classes a day, so I would train in the morning with San Antonio, and then I'd go to class for three classes, um, and then I think I might I would also train with the club after. So it was like kind of it was hard to maintain all of that, bro, because also homework and i wasn't always the smartest guy so it was just tough overall honestly bro That's i'm so not funny, gonna man. lie i'm not gonna lie i saw i saw this man's i saw someone was hyping up and it was his high school highlights and you know like just a stereotype like i saw him yeah and um, i was like oh okay he's good for like he plays high school yeah you can't yeah. like judge it yeah exactly and then i swear like the next day he was playing for san antonio or something like that and he like was doing against pros and I was like, oh, okay, I guess he's legit, you know? Like, I just feel like you came out of nowhere. Like, you just yeah. came from, like, a high school player to, like, San Antonio. Like, all of a sudden, you're trialing for Bayern Munich and, like, looking at 
things abroad, which is crazy. And you're you got called into the national team, also yeah. U twenty, which um I don't I don't know if a lot of people know that because uh that camp in Portugal definitely COVID affected that. Yeah, um, big. Yeah. So yeah, that sucks. But that that's crazy, man. I don't think a lot of people can do that. Yeah. But um yeah, uh, things started to pick up for me until later on for sure. Because I remember like back when we would play y'all, I was in. I mean, I was doing okay, but I wasn't really up there to where everybody was looking at me. It was more like later on until I signed with San Antonio where things really started to pick up for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Let's get into a little bit more serious, though. Um, someone says, shout out Marcus. He says, what's the biggest challenge um, that you faced so far in your career and, like, how did you overcome it? Yeah. Um, I think – Honestly, I'd, I'd probably pick the moment where I went to Europe and trained with Byron um, and a little bit with Barca. I think I was there for like a day. I trained with Barca for one day and oh, I got man, injured. Wow. And so that just that just uh, uh, like ended off everything from there because they saw I got injured. It was my meniscus. I was out for like a month and a half. I had to get surgery. So that kind of just like canceled that opportunity for me. And I just had to obviously recover. And it was tough because I was just, for me, from there, from since I signed with San Antonio, it was just like the slow, like it was steady, just going up, 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 you know, reaching new levels. And um, that happened. I was like, damn, like that was my only opportunity. That was my one chance. To, to, that's what I was thinking when it happened. But obviously now I think I'm like, I can get back to uh, back there if, if, you know, if I keep working. So I think that was definitely a tough moment for me in my in my career, for sure. You know, my brother, obviously. Yeah, yeah, playing with you in uh, USL and now as Sociedad, and uh, I think uh, the other USL Young Player of the Year nominee, Diego Luna, was out there trialing too in Europe. So obviously the quality of those three guys is there. Um, does that like, does that ring with you and motivate you to be like, yeah, I can definitely do it? Like, because you mentioned that you thought, okay, my one chance was over, I got injured, boom. But now that you're back again and you're playing well, do you think to yourself now it's like, okay, now's my moment, like it's good, like I can do it. Yeah, I, th I think so. I mean, I see I, it's uh, there is some competitive competitiveness in there with with those other guys, because obviously your brother won young player of the year. Dude balled out last year and uh, Diego Luna. Um, dude also balled out with El Paso. El Paso is another great team in the league. And um, yeah, you just you just it's it's hard not to compare yourself with other people. You know, it's hard not to do that. I try not to. I try to stay in my lane, focus on myself. Um, but yeah, I think I've I've seen so many people, you know, I've played against and seen uh, my age, you know, make it there. And I, you ask yourself, yeah, I can. Why not me? You know, I can do that too. Um, and it's just having that mentality that, you know, I, I'm big on like manifestation with kind of that kind of stuff. Like since I was little, I'm, I told my mom, like, hey, I'm a I'm gonna get you a nice house when I'm older, all this kind of stuff. So I like to manifest and and do all that stuff since I've been doing it since I was little. So I think it's it's just believing in that and. Uh, just putting that into into existence and working towards that. Yeah, man, I, I love what you said there. But uh, I mean, we're so young and it's crazy. Like you, you get these opportunities and you think like, yeah, this is my one shot. Like today is the day, like a certain game. You're like, yeah, this game, like it means everything. Like if I do well, it changes my life. And if I do bad, it, you know, it changes it a different way. But you know, we're so young. Some of these players that we see, we watch on TV week in, week out in the Premier League and in the Bundesliga. I mean, they're making these teams when they're 26, like Jamie Vardy. What a story, like players like that, that, I mean, we're so young, we have time, but obviously 
I mean, we live in a culture now where everything, everybody wants things now and they want it quick and with terms of everything. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't work like that for everybody. And uh, I think that's definitely yeah. something I can attest to well. And so is Johan. Just uh, like you said, staying on your own path. And I mean, what's wrong with giving somebody their roses? If they do something good. You you bring them up. You're, you're boys with them. You, you congratulate them. But you just stay focused on yourself. And that's the best way to get there. So I think you got your head on screwed right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with them. For sure. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And I agree with that a thousand percent. I mean, you look at you know, not everyone's a Gio Reyna, stuff like that. People like that. I mean, Tanner, you you signed later than me, and now your CDI. Like, I took a little bit of a different route. I signed into an academy of a big club, and then now maybe I, I took a step to the side, And but I'm still on my way to, you know, playing first league in a top five league, you know what I mean? So everyone has their own path. That's the great thing. That's the beautiful thing about football. There's so much talent. So I think, um, yeah, but you, you don't have nothing to worry about. But um, before I ask you to define success, um, I don't know if you want to talk about, like, if there is any interest, I don't know if you can talk about it or you want to give us an exclusive or anything that's going on, you know, that, you know, might give us a scoop. It's up to you. Um, I don't know if you have anything like that going on or you just kind of waiting to see if your agent gets you anything or, or what's the situation there. Yeah, it's just it's just that, man. What you just said, he's just waiting to see what what comes up. What Because obviously I'm still, I mean, I'm on contract right now still. I got they, uh, San Antonio picked up my options, so. If I were to leave, someone would have to put in an offer. And right now she's waiting and seeing, uh, you know, who offers me the best, uh, I guess, more playing time and, and uh, where I see myself doing better in. So it's just waiting and seeing what comes up and, and where I could go, you know. So as of right now, you're just wanna, getting ready for this. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ted. I want to add one thing. Like, uh, we talk about Europe and we talk about MLS, but would you ever see yourself uh, going to Liga Max and playing in, uh, in Mexico? Um, they've asked me that too. And I, I, I think I see it kind of the same as MLS, honestly. I think, uh, I grew up watching Mexico, uh, the Mexican league, um, for, since I was little. So, um, but I've always seen it also like just MLS cause players that play in, in La Liga Mexicana or Liga MX, like they, I think they're just like any of us who over here in the U S were planning on eventually getting to Europe. So I, um, like I've said before, I think, the sooner I get to Europe, I think the better. Um, but obviously, I have a lot of respect for both the leagues because I grew up watching them. So, who do you support in Liga MX? Chivas. I used to support them more. Now, not so much because I haven't really been keeping up as much. But yeah, I used to always support Chivas. Heavy Chivas fan. Interesting, because another John, person you? asked us. I'm Cruz Azul fan. My dad is a Cruz Azul fan. Is there some beef going on right now? Nah, nah. Chivas is the biggest yeah. club, but Cruz Azul is big too, but we're better in general. Yeah. Cruz Azul, um, yeah, for sure. Better right now, yeah. But Cruz Azul was like cursed for a lot of years. And just this past May, they broke like a 30 year drought of title and they finally won, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, going into, going into a fan. question that, yeah, going into someone, uh, another question that someone asked that ties into that. They asked Mexico or US, if you get the chance right now, both the Olympic squads call you in, you know. Yeah. What's the word? That's tough, man, honestly. Because I've always supported Mexico, like, growing up. I'm not going to lie. I always supported Mexico growing up. When they would play, I'd always be rooting for Mexico. But now, you know, seeing what U.S. is uh, building on, and, you know, obviously it's shown in the past few games they played against each other. It's um, For me, I think it's, it's like I'm leaning towards U.S., but also I want to keep my options open with Mexico because – my heart's telling me Mexico, you know, my heart's telling me Mexico, but um, 
yeah, it's, it's a tough one, man. It's really tough. Yeah, honestly, that it's for me watching players like you decide Mexico or U.S. Like your brother as well, John, and you as well. Man, I I don't know how you decide, bro. Like, because as an American and only American, like I I hate playing against. Like, I hate Mexican team. Like, I don't hate Mexico as a country, but like I hate the Mexican soccer team. Like every time we play, it's like I want USA to win so bad. Women's, men's, darts, arrows. I don't care what it is. Like I want to win so bad. So if you had to decide. Which one, man? I, I mean, I, yeah, it's, I always think about the players I have to decide, man. It's tough. Yeah. I think what I have to come, like, if I had, you know, both teams, like, right here and they told me, okay, pick, I have no idea. I think I'd have to just decide when, if that moment were, were to come like that. But, no, nah, man, no idea right now, honestly. Yeah. It's it's crazy because you got to, like, you have what your heart, like, what you say, what your heart's telling you, then what your mind's telling you, then what opportunities are there and stuff like that. Yeah. And you always have the media and stuff like that. Um. So I've, I've, I'm seeing it firsthand with my brother. It's actually crazy. And he's young, so young. You know, you don't, yeah. sometimes you don't want to, like, make that decision yet, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, yeah bro. It's all about players ahead. as well. Exactly. Now, I was going to say, it's, it's all about players. Like, I mean, if if they yeah. put Christian Pulisic, that's a 10, like, mate. Like, you, <laughs> you're never going to play in the U.S. Like, it don't <laughs> matter. Like, yeah, you got to know what you're <laughs> like yeah there's no chance yeah Pulisic obviously dude so versatile too like what they're doing with him at Chelsea is crazy man like you can play anywhere yeah. it looks like yeah but. but yeah let's move on sorry John no no that's that's a great point bro like like I said like the opportunities you know you have to look at you know the depth in each each country but also obviously you know one country cannot have any for example tens but then if they never call you up it's like you know what you know what's going on so yeah. it's not like you can't always control that but um, anyway, our signature thing here is success defined. We define success with all of our guests and stuff like that. And it's always so awesome because they always have different answers. So what do you think is your definition of success? And do you think you've achieved success yet? Or do you think you're on your way to uh, achieving it? No, I think I'm on, I'm on my way to achieving it. But I think success just being, uh, obviously, I mean, I think it's something that everybody always says, but it's being very loving what you're doing and just being comfortable if it were to end you know I think that's success if if you're loving what you're doing and you've gotten to a point where if okay if it stops now like you'll still be comfortable where you are and you won't have to worry you know uh financially or losing anybody I think that that's success once you get to that point you know um you won't you won't you know nothing bad will come from it if you were to you know say like whatever it is if you were retired from whatever you're doing you know What's that point for you, though? What is that point for me? Yeah. Like, what What do you mean? Like, what's that point for you where you say, okay, I did this, so if I oh, retire now, like, I'm yeah. happy. When the, once when like, I get to the point uh, to where, obviously, I love what I'm doing now, but I think once I get to the ideal situation that I've always dreamed of since I was young, um, say, whoever, wherever it is in Europe, because that's why, where I see it in Europe, um, with whoever it would be with um being just good financially and and um you know being able to help everyone around me that I love and you know keeping them safe from from anything like that and um just keeping everyone close that you love and um as long as I'm there doing what I love with the with the sport um and I'm helping everybody around me bringing them with me um I think that that's the point where I'll be like okay yeah I've I've made it I've I succeeded. So I like you that. think uh, you think money ties into success? 
I think people say no, but I think it does. Honestly, I think it does because I I want to help as much as I can everybody around me. Um, I don't want them like my mom, my dad. I want to retire them eventually, and I want to you know I I just want to. I want them to not to worry about anything like that anymore. So, cause my dad's been working since he was like 14, you know, on his own. So it's like, like it gets to a point. I just think I'm like, nah, he needs to like chill. Like, he needs to, you know, rest now. Like, let, let, like me and my brother, um, let us take care of that now. Like you, you've done too much for, for us. I think, That's I think awesome. it, it does honestly a little bit, at least a little bit, you know, cause yeah. Yeah, no, that's not a bad thing. I think everyone, it kind of depends on how you're raised too. You know, some people might say, oh, money's not that important. But some people might say, like, you know, yeah, money is important. You know what I mean? So it just always yeah. varies. And that's, that's the that's the great thing about that question. But um, I think it's important on making you happy. It's more just on helping others around you. I think that's what it is. It's not just me. Because people always say, like, money doesn't make you happy. And I agree with that. I don't think it would. Obviously, I'm not there. I'm not at that level. But I'm like, I, I could imagine, like, I think I see money as just, you know, just helping you be comfortable and, and you know, the, the people you love around you, you know, help help them as well. I like that. Um, yeah, so just just a couple more questions here, some random questions that we got from the fans that someone says, if you had to eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Probably, I have no idea. One food? Yeah, one food. I don't know. I love pasta, man. Pasta? I, yeah. I thought you were going to say a Mexican bring it, bring it. <laughs> Come Mexican over to Italy, bro. <laughs> nah. I love pasta, man. A Mexican dish, I could probably go mm, enchiladas. 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 Your mom's a good cook or no? Yeah, she cooks like every day, man. That's what makes it harder because I'm out. I still live here. And like be cooking all crazy Mexican foods like every day, and she gets like offended if I don't eat eat that because I have to like kind of take care of myself. Cause she makes menudo and chilas, chile rellenos. I was mixing dishes right, and it's like so tough because I come home and she's making that, and I have to like either make my own kind of food or just go and and, and get myself something a little more healthier than that. I mean, be grateful while you have it because you know once you once you, once you come into Europe, bro. It's once you come to Europe, bro. There ain't no Mexican food here, bro. There isn't, man. Like, like tacos. I had I had a birria tacos. I don't know if y'all have had birria tacos, but those, of course, uh, man. dude, man. Like, honestly, if yeah, if if I leave, if I'm leaving, then I'm for sure gonna get some some tacos before I head out. For you got sure. to, bro. You got to. But um, for sure, before bro. we wrap it up, um. Is there anyone you would like to see us interview on Jump Chat? I don't know if you have any any friends, any anyone like that. You're like, oh, I think you'd be a good guest. Um, let me see. You don't even have to be, know them. Just anyone. I, mean, I think uh, Jacobo. Do you know Jacobo Reyes? I do know. I was talking to him the other day. Yeah, yeah. I think. Have y'all had him on? No, we haven't. Nah, he uh, cause uh. Yeah, I've, I've known him because I went to when I was planning on going to college. I would use my uh, what do you call it? My host or my because he was the one helping me show around campus when he was in Portland. You went to UP, yeah, I did. Bro, I was committed to UP, yeah. I was gonna commit, I was between them and NC State, and I ended up committing to NC State, but 
yeah, I was he was the guy that was helping me around and showing me around campus, and I stayed with him too. But that's yeah. crazy. Was Ray still there? Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah. was. Funny, that's man. crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, all right. Well, um, y'all are in a similar situation, low key, because I know he's trying to trying to leave Monterrey, um, or that's what he's told me. So I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, yeah. but but yeah, bro. I mean, um. What's your Instagram and your Twitter so that they can that they, the people can go show love? Uh, Jose underscore Gallegos seventeen on Twitter and Instagram. All right, say no more. No, Is no. there anything any any last words that you kind of wanted to say or or maybe any advice to any young kids that may be watching? No, man. I think I just appreciate y'all having me on. I think uh, you know I know we I played against Johan. Tanner. I've been I've been following you, man. Uh, big fan for sure. Both of y'all, and, and I wish y'all the best. Thank you, brother. Appreciate no, thank you for coming it. on. This was this was fun for sure. And I learned a couple of things that I didn't know already, like the UP thing. I didn't even know we had played against each other when we were little. So that's crazy. Yeah. But um, obviously, wishing you all the best for 2022. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go show Jose love. Be um, be alert to his next move because it's coming. Um, like, share, and subscribe. And like we always say, um, go find your own success. Deuces. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.